So over the past couple of days, I've been telling you about a relatively new website in Michiana. It's called Real News Michiana, and this is real news for a conservative audience. And if you go to the website right now, if you go to realnewsmichiana.com, you will see four to five stories right there in the, the lead block there that nobody else in town is covering. And they're major stories affecting our community. And just, they're nowhere. Okay, nobody is covering for various reasons, but there is one person who is doing his due diligence, and that is investigative reporter Clifton French, who is joining us right now. Clifton, how you doing, man? Hello, Clifton. Yeah, Casey, I'm there. Here. There you are. Okay, how you doing, dude? Hey, I'm doing really well, man. Thanks for having me on. Well, my pleasure. I'm glad you came on. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Said uh, you and I have talked before, but I mean, people are asking me, Casey, you need to start a news website. I'm like, I, I don't have time. I'm not, you know, I'm not an investigative reporter. I don't have time to do that. And you know, you burst on the scene a few years back, and and I sang your praises. You kind of disappeared a little bit on me, and I didn't know where you went. And then all of a sudden, somebody sends this website to me, and I'm looking on it. And I'm like, wow we actually have a journalist in town who's doing their job and the stuff that you've been doing has been fantastic which is why i've been telling people to go and subscribe to your website realnewsmichiana.com it's fantastic but um you've got this this story that just broke this is today correct so this broke today that a south bend black lives matter leader has been arrested again tell us about it yeah so uh honestly i had to uh, you know i keep an eye uh that that's about you know owning your beat right that's what any good journalist does and so I just keep an eye on stuff that's going on. I ran across this and couldn't believe that, that none of the other stations had, had, had gotten wind of it. Um, you know, and then at, during my lunch break today, I wrote up a story, put it out there. Um, this, this, this guy uh, continues to get arrested. This is, this, I mean, he had a, uh, an arrest earlier this year uh, in Floyd County for fighting a police officer and trying to take away his taser. Um, you know, a drunken bar brawl that broke out in front of this bar in Floyd County. Um, so anyway, I, I found this once again, uh, resisting law enforcement. He was found by police officers, according to these court documents, slumped over in Goshen, uh, slumped over his steering wheel in a running car. Um, they said with a, a uh, uh, open container of alcohol inside, and then when they tried to, to, to get him to do field sobriety tests, all that, he refused everything. Um, so they, they got a warrant and he fought with police the entire time. Uh, once again, according to these court documents, um, fought with police the entire time while he was being, um, you know, at the hospital, had to be strapped down in a bed, um, and, and forcefully had his blood drawn for this, for this, uh, you know, toxicology report. So this guy's got a history of violence against police and resisting arrest. He's got a, a history of doing things that will cause him to have contact with the police and get arrested himself. Um, and of course, he's escalated those charges now just by doing the things that he's doing. Now, there might be some people in the audience, Clifton, who are listening to this, and, and they're not all that surprised that you have somebody who is a Black Lives Matter activist who doesn't like the cops and gets in arguments and fights and, and resists arrest and that sort of thing. So what makes this story you know, a little bit different than all of that, in your opinion? Well, it's because this kind of stuff isn't covered. Um, so there was just four days ago um, a story. Fun, I mean, well, let me just go back a little bit further. Every single news outlet here has fawned over over this guy, right? Um, they do stories over and over and over using him uh, as as this source, right, to talk about to talk about police brutality mm-hmm. and all of these things. 
Um, well, even four days ago, ABC 57 did a story. Uh, excuse me, ABC 57 did a story, and I'm just going to read you the first the first paragraph. Okay. Um, this is Black Lives Matter said it was taking pandemic relief into its own hands uh, with what it called the, quote, survival fund, a fund that the national organization is going to give back to families uh, some fiscal relief from the pandemic. Black Lives Matter South Bend said it wanted to use that money uh, for other things, right? So they wanted to use that money uh, for, uh, to fund those impacted by policing misconduct, families who have loved ones incarcerated, or African-American trans women, because according to BLM South Bend, they not only have been adversely impacted by the pandemic, but also impacted by society as a whole. To me, this sounds like Jordan, who has lots of legal fees building up, um, from his incident in October and from this last incident, it sounds like he's just building a slush fund uh, for his for his legal fees, so he doesn't have to pay for them. Now um, we've we've actually seen this who, we've seen this happen before in yeah, other Black Lives Matter chapters where they've done this. They they go out there trying yeah. to instigate a police abuse story by intentionally arguing and fighting with cops and hoping that they can get some kind of a story out of it, and then they use their own network to fundraise as if it were for the organization, but it's really used to protect themselves with legal with legal fees. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and you know, and I'm, I'm even not, I'm, I'm going to get away from the from the BLM movement and just talk about and just talk about this gentleman, right? Um, this guy and his organization here um, has been successfully, uh, you know, influencing policing within South Bend when they all have these criminal records, right? So you're, you're bringing these criminals in uh, to have a seat at the table to tell this community um, how, 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 to, how to police, right? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just don't think it's a good idea to bring criminals in, uh, people who are continuing to commit crimes, um, bring them in and have them have a say about how policing is handled uh, within the community. And by we're talking about with with Jordan Geiger here and what what you're referring to with having an impact on local policing. We've been covering the Citizens Review Board uh, with the South Bend Police Department. Yep. He's been an advocate for that, correct? Oh, he's been digging it. I mean, every just just Google South Bend Citizen uh, Police Review Board, and he will pop up. He'll probably be one of the first people that pops up on okay. every story across across Michigan. And on top of that, they're using this all these TV stations. Um, and all the media here is all, they're all using him um, and, and quoting him. All they have to do is go to a social media page. I mean, I have, to, I have the, the picture that he had on his Facebook page. It says Latin Kings, Latin King Lives Matter. I mean, he's obviously supporting um, a well-known violent criminal organization, street gang, um, and then going in and pushing for the Citizen Review Board. Um, you know, the merits of that you can you can argue the merits of that 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 police review board, but the the messenger of this um, is somebody who who is committing crimes um, and supporting local street gangs. Now, I think you might have some people out there who really don't pay very close attention to this, maybe like you and I do, and they're going to be like, "This is yeah. one guy who supports Black Lives Matter." Yeah, okay, he's been on the news, but he's not the organization. He's not important. He's just one person. He's a lower rung individual. It's it's not fair to lump him in with uh, the organization and that sort of thing. How how do you respond would to you some, like somebody like that? What's that? <laughs> would you like Would you like me to name two more of the organizers? Of uh, the, the activist movement in South Bend. Sure. All right. So you have Eli Cantu. Eli Cantu. Uh, go to his social media page. 
uh, and and I've talked to him as well. He is a, a proud member of the of the Latin King gang. Proud member of the Latin King gang. He told me himself that he is a nation man with the Latin Kings. Right. Okay. Um, he's also been a part of this this movement. Then you have Wayne Hubbard. Wayne Hubbard, another gentleman uh, who is. And oh, and by the way, Eli Cantu has been arrested for cocaine and battery recently. Uh, then you have Wayne Hubbard, another person who's who's a part of this this movement, right? Wayne Hubbard, look him up on my case. Look him up. Look up his court records. Um, is is facing uh, domestic violence charges right now, and and it seems to be a the domestic violence seems to be a pattern with him, right? And these are the people who are trying to change the way policing is done. They're trying to influence policing, and all of them are consistently being arrested. Um, and, and in, in many cases, convicted of, of committing crimes, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got so, we got leadership I, and very influential people in South Bend Black Lives Matter who have routine encounters with law enforcement, routine guilty pleas, felonious guilty pleas, pending felonious cases, and, and rap sheets who are actively being promoted by local media as just concerned citizens in order to change the way the South Bend Police Department and other departments in Michiana do policing in our communities. Yeah, the narrative is what matters. That's and there it. appears to be a tie to and there appears to be a tie to uh, to a gang, Latin Kings. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's it's the, uh, the 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 media here just, you know, um, they they just they just pull the wool over the eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't want they or they just don't know what's going. On. I mean, here's my theory with the media here, right? You either have they're, they're, the journalists here are one of three things: they're either children and just learning, right? They have no idea what they're doing. They're they're learning the trade, and uh, and so they can't really do the job, right? They're either that they're political hacks or they're just pretty faces who want to be on TV. That's it. Those are three things. Wow. Well, and a lot of those younger people, too. I mean, they can't ruffle any feathers, even if they wanted to. No, I mean, and they don't know how, right? Uh, I mean, I, I, I've worked in several places across the country. Um, you know, the, the investigative journalism has been my shtick for a very long time. And I, I moved back here specifically for family. That's the reason I'm here. I was covering the FBI, ATF, Department of Homeland Security, SOCOM, CENTCOM, Tampa PD, and the, uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office before, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So... You know, that's what I do. Is is I'm I'm able to dig in and find information, and and honestly, I'm not I'm not scared to put the truth out there. Uh, a lot of people are scared um, to get to your point to 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 ruffle feathers and to uh, actually do their job. You know, instead they're covering stories about you know a puppy or ducks being stuck in a drain or or something, right? Um, stuff that doesn't matter to this community. Yeah. Clifton, how can people support you and Real News Michiana and this this project that you've now launched that actually delivers real news to this community? Yeah, so go to realnewsmichiana.com. Um, I need your support, right? I need everybody's support. Uh, go to realnewsmichiana.com. Go to subscribe. You know, for thirty cents a day um, for becoming a, a member subscriber, uh, you can support conservative conservative journalism. You know, right here, there's nobody else who can do it. Um, the more I get, you know, the, the more support I get, the more that I can do. Um, you know, this is right now, it's, it's, a, it's a labor of love, uh, and I'm hoping that, that eventually it can turn into a, you know, a, a full-time gig instead of just turning stuff, um, you know, once or twice a week 
if I were doing this full-time, you would get five to ten stories like this every single day. So realnewsmichigana.com, go to subscribe, uh, you know, and, and any support I can get, uh, I, I greatly appreciate it. Clifton French, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the time. Hey, thanks, Casey. All right. And we're going to try and have Clifton French on on a regular basis. Realnewsmichiana.com. Uh, you can hit the subscribe button. And like I said, when you go there, just look at the top stories that are on his, his page. The last four stories that he's published. One's an op-ed piece. But um, you look at you look at those stories. I mean, they're all major, major stories for our community that just get no airplay anywhere else. And if you are a, a news outfit out there, would like to increase your credibility, I don't know, maybe uh, go and contact Clifton and pay to syndicate his columns on your, your news product. And, and build up some credibility with the community. I've told you for a long time on this show that we didn't have an investigative reporter or an investigative journalist in this community. We do now. And his name is Clifton French, and his website's realnewsmichiana.com. More coming up, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. KC.